Real people, inspiring stories, living legends, award-winning talk show. Trevor Blackman now. Trevor Blackman now. My, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary.
ain't too proud to beg. That is how you kick off the last hour of the show. TLC. Oh, yes. Uh, Trevor here until two o'clock on Maritime Radio. Calming down, just reliving my youth there, that's what I'm saying. Uh, with Maritime Radio's official talk show, Trevor Blackman. Now, good to have your company. It's been a bit of a miserable one this weekend, isn't it? A bit grey, a bit grey. But hey, we're bringing sunshine into your life. After two, even more so, with the wonderful Andy Holton with Hooray for Musicals. At three, Ben Hopkinson is here. I don't know why I sing every time I say his name. Anyway, he's here at three. Uh, Bob Sixty Splash is at five. Steve Bishop's old record club is at six. Derek Pichard returns with a weekend wind down at eight. And we get all revved up with John Bolt at 10 o'clock this evening. But this is our golden hour. This is where the show began way back when. And you know what? Still proud that we can bring this show to you every month. Seriously, seriously proud. Anyway, time now to dive into the world of award-winning filmmaker Ava Devania. So happy to share this with you. From films like Salma to the documentary 13 and the miniseries When They See Us, she's explored black history in her films. And her latest project, Origin, delves into racism globally drawing from events like Trevor Martin's killing and the burning of Nancy books. Inspired by the book Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent by Isabel Walker, this is the trailer for Origins. If you look closely, you'll find something tragic was happening. Are you interested in writing something for us? I don't do assignments anymore. Yeah, well, you're a better writer than most people do anything. Have you heard the tapes? No. Uh, of what? Bedford Police Department, this is Sean. Hey, we've had some break-ins in my neighborhood, and there's a real suspicious guy. He looks like he's up to no good or something. I want to be in the story. Really inside the story and build a thesis that shows how all of this is linked i gotta be honest with you i don't understand i don't see it you go and write your stories folks need to know about this you're trying to make sense of racism but your thesis is flawed it was all lies they knew we weren't inferior don't escape trauma by ignoring it. You escape trauma by confronting it. I don't write questions. I write answers. The trailer for Origins there, directed by award-winning filmmaker Ava DuVernay, who Amy Goodman from Democracy Now! recently interviewed. Amy began by asking Ava about her decision to make this a feature film instead of a documentary. Well, I read the book. Um, it came out in 2020, about uh, two months after the murder of George Floyd. So Isabel Wilkerson published his cast. Um, when I read it, I am captivated by the ideas. I had never put the idea of caste in a contemporary context as it relates to African-American history or, you know, American history in general, and certainly not in a contemporary context as I put it against, um, uh, you know, challenging current cases of of criminal misconduct and and, and, and the killing of black people, um, as we see in the case of Trayvon Martin, which is 
um, discussed in the film. And so these were all new ideas to me. I was I was really motivated to, to share them with folk in an accessible way. So all of my aha moments from reading the book are in the film, but I needed a main character to drive us through what is truly an anthropological thesis. I mean, Isabel Wilkerson writes it in a beautiful way, but it is pretty dense material. And so my goal was to attach character into that so that there could be a deeper empathy and a, a following of, of, of a leading lady. And so played by Anjanou Ellis Taylor, the film follows Isabel Wilkerson in her pursuit of truth as she writes the book. And along the way, you watch her overcome great personal challenge and also complete the book cast. I want to go where you begin um, origin, or on the issue that you begin origin, uh, featuring Isabel Wilkerson, uh, played by Ingenue Ellis. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. There's a lot there. But longer form stuff, questions that I don't have the answer to. So ask them in a piece. I don't write questions. I write answers. Questions like what? Like, why does a Latino man deputize himself to stalk a black boy to protect an all-white community? What is that? The racist bias I want you to explore, excavate for the readers. We call everything racism. What does it even mean anymore? It's the default. <laughs> When did that happen? So wait, so you're saying that, that he isn't a racist? No, I'm not saying that he's not a racist. I'm questioning why is everything racist? So that is Isabel Wilkerson, played by Ingenue Ellis Taylor. Um, and if you can go to why you decided to start with Trayvon Martin, and as you said, actually, you hear George Zimmerman's voice. Yes. Uh, when I was uh, interviewing Ms. Wilkerson about her process in writing the book, she had shared that the verdict of the case against George Zimmerman uh, was a, a seminal moment in her curiosity and in her quest to put together the pieces and 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 try to pursue this notion of, of caste and explaining it to folks. And so um, I wanted to begin where she began. In the film, uh, you see it opens with uh, a day in the life of a teenager named Trayvon. And you are walking with him as he is going about his business, talking to a friend on the phone, going to, uh, uh, you know, buy, buy a snack. And those few minutes that you see him before anything happens to him, before he is stalked and assaulted and killed, um, are moments to constructed to humanize him and allow you to learn a little bit about him outside of the context of what was done to him. And that was important to me in any rendering of, of challenge and trauma to make sure that we are doing exactly what cast asks us not to do. Cast asks us not to humanize one another. Um, but in the rendering of Trayvon Martin, uh, we make sure that we open on just him before anything else. And so because that was the beginning of, of, of Isabel Wilkerson's writing journey, part of the beginning of it, uh, we began the film that way as well. And talk about why you decided to call the film not cast, but origin. 
Well, because I didn't want to be disingenuous. The, the, the film is not the book. The film is about the writing of the book, and it's about the woman who wrote the book. Um, you're going to get some good pieces of the book, but it's about the uh, intellectual pursuit. It's about the curiosity that leads us to knowledge. It's about the interrogation of status and power. It's about, uh, it's about obstacle. It's about love. Uh, it's about triumph over adversity. Uh, and it's, it's, it's different than the book. You know, it's about the life and work of, of this woman as she's writing cast. And so I didn't want to call it cast and have you see it and think, wait, what am, what am I doing here inside of this marriage or inside of this relationship with, uh, Ruby Wilkerson, who, uh, was Isabel Wilkerson's mother. Um, so origin is a word in the subtitle of the book. The book is, as you know, cast the origins of our discontents. And so we stay true to the uh, proximity between the two by using the same word. Let's go to Isabel herself. Um, I interviewed her in 2020, um, after she won the Pulitzer Prize for The Warmth of Other Suns, when her book Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents, came out. In your book Cast, um, you write about uh, Bimrao Ambedkar, uh, the intellectual leader of India's Dalit uh, movement, um, what people call the untouchable movement. He wrote to W.E.B. Du Bois in 1946, there is so much similarity between the position of the untouchables in India and of the position of the Negroes in America, he wrote. Can you talk about who he was in relation to Gandhi in India? And then W.E.B. Du Bois's response. Well, uh, uh, Gandhi was from a family that was um, upper, an upper caste—one uh, of the upper castes. And uh, so he was a leader in the effort toward independence for the entire country of India and is known, obviously, for his uh, nonviolent uh, uh, approach to, uh, to achieving independence and to protesting. Uh, Dr. Ambedkar was a leader of the, uh, of the Dalit movement. He was born into what was then known or called as, the untouch as, as one of the untouchables, one of the groups that was viewed as untouchable. And he went on to uh, achieve uh, great heights in, uh, in his education. He actually attended Columbia University, and he uh, got many advanced degrees. And then he returned to lead the movement toward uh, first of all, uh, the Indian Constitution, but then also continuing to advocate on behalf of his of his people, and he uh, is one of the uh, of the is, is an example of how people in India, particularly those who had been on, uh, assigned to uh, the lowest caste, had been looking and aware of of what was going on across the oceans, across continents, of what was going on here in the United States, and made common cause or recognized the common cause between the plight of the Dalits, formerly known as untouchables, and of African Americans here in this country. So Dr. Ambedkar reached out to W.E.B. Du Bois, who was at that time uh, obviously one of the, the leaders of, of African American intellect and thought and and philosophy reached out to him uh, in recognition of the connections between between the two peoples and the two countries in terms of the hierarchies. Both of them recognized that hierarchy, infrastructure, the infrastructure of our divisions, 
a caste system was an appropriate term to uh, to look at how both uh, peoples were being treated in their respective societies. Though the countries are very, very different, they share uh, some somewhat they share in the ways of subordinating the very lowest caste people in their countries. So that was Isabel Wilkerson talking about her book, Cast, when it first came out in 2020. And now we're going to go to Isabel Wilkerson, played by Ingenue Ellis Taylor, um, talking about the Dalits of India. Millennia ago, Dalits were called the untouchables of India. Enforced into the degrading work of manual scavenging, the practice of cleaning excrement from toilets and open drains by hand in exchange for leftover food. The only thing that they have to protect their bodies is oil, each other, and their prayers. To refuse is to invite severe punishment or death. This persists to this day. From Origin, Ava DuVernay's film. Uh, Ava, talk about this journey that Isabel Wilkerson takes uh, to India. Also, the crisis in her personal life, so deeply involved with her family, so close to um, her cousin, her mother, um, losing her family as she traveled. Yes, well, the film chronicles um, the personal life of Isabel Wilkerson and some of the, um, you know, losses that she shared with me. Um, that she endured during the lead-up to writing the book. Uh, in a 16-month span, she lost um, her three family members and, um, and was still somehow able to anchor herself in her work and pull herself through, I won't say, won't say over, because you never completely get over those losses, but through it to a place um, where uh, she was able to use her creative output her her um, kind of intellectual energy to, um, to to stand in grief in a different way, and a part of that uh, process was a visit to India. It was one of several places she traveled around the world to research the book cast. Um, I was also you know uh, thrilled to have the pleasure to to go to India and to shoot the, those scenes in Delhi. Uh, to speak with uh, one of the same scholars that she spoke to, Dr. Siraj Yenge, uh, who plays himself in the film. Uh, and he introduced me to a whole world of Dalit intellectuals and activists. Um, the two men that you see um, kind of performing the act of manual scavenging are two actual men who um, are in that position in India to this day. They are two men who are associated with the advocacy group, and they— uh, generously um, agreed to, uh, you know, uh, do the work on camera. Uh, they were wonderful to work with. And just to give context to an American audience, the money that we gave them, that paid them um, to be uh, performers in the film that day um, was more than they make all year um, in, in that job. 
it's not even a job. It's, it's, it's an, it's an existence. And, um, and so it was a profound, uh, experience as described in the book, uh, for Isabel Wilkerson and certainly for me as a filmmaker to be there. And for Dr. King, as you point out, Dr. Yes. Martin Luther King, who went to India, talk about that part of this connection between the yes. treatment of African-Americans in the United States and what he discovered in India. He talked about his um, realization when he was there in India that he is um, a, a lower-class American citizen and, and, and talks about the African-American experience in context of caste, and it animates his thinking about um, the, the, the Black experience in new ways, which he wrote about and talked about extensively. I did the film Selma, didn't know that. And uh, I've researched Dr. King extensively, knew he had visited India, knew that he had gone there, but never had read or heard about his, you know, what he took from it. So you take us from the treatment of African-Americans and the oppression of African-Americans in the United States to the treatment of the Dalits, what was formerly known as the Untouchables, to what happened to Jews in Nazi Germany. And that's where I want to go next, in this clip of Origin that features a scene when the character Isabel Wilkerson, played by Ingenue Ellis-Taylor, addresses an audience about her book cast. On this day, he folded his arms rather than salute a regime that deemed that love illegal. On this day, he was brave. He couldn't have been the only one who felt something tragic was happening. So why was he the only one among the men to not go along that day. Perhaps we can reflect on what it would mean to be him today. I'll leave you with that. Thank you. That was a clip of Isabel Wilkerson, played by Ingenue Ellis-Taylor, um, giving a speech about caste. Behind her, a black-and-white footage of men and women in Germany putting up their hand in the Heil Hitler salute. Um, Ava DuVernay, you're talking there—or, I should say, Isabel's talking—about August Landmesser. Tell us his story. Yes, August Landmesser is one of the first stories that uh, the book Cast opens with. So, you know, if you're if you're reading it in the first 15 minutes, you're going to hit this story, which just captivated my imagination the first time I read it, and uh, I, I I had to delve deeper and really know what happened to him and what happened to 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 his love Irma. So it's the story of August and Irma, and they um, are both Germans. She's Jewish. Uh, and he had registered as a member of the Nazi party a couple of years before uh, the moment of this very famous picture, which I, I know many people have seen. Um, and so in the film, we chronicle and, 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 and show and share everything that I could find about what happened to them after that moment. But in the book, uh, Isabel talks about this moment of defiance and of resistance. And I, you know, I, I like the words that we use in the film, on this day, he was brave. Um, because, you know, none of us are brave all the time. But on that day, when it came down to standing up for what you truly believe, um, he would not heil Hitler. 
Uh, he had someone at home who he loved who was Jewish, um, and he, um, he stood on those principles and didn't go along with the status quo. And uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful love story in the film overall, and it really kind of exemplifies the, the, the humanity that Isabel shares in the book. And you weave into this Elizabeth and Allison Davis, two black anthropologists who co-wrote the groundbreaking book Deep South. We're going to play a clip for a moment of book burnings in Germany and that place outside of Humboldt University, uh, where you see, um, instead of cement in the plaza, just a square where you look down, bright light, and you just see white empty shelves. This was Isabel Wilkerson when she took that journey, played by Ingenue Ellis Taylor. In Germany, there's memorials to nearly everyone victimized by the Nazis. And there's no entry sign, no, no gate. It's just open, both day and night. just standing to bear witness. Twenty thousand books were lost that night. Books filled with imagination, ideas and history. Go to your home as soon as you can. You'll be safer there. An excerpt of the extraordinary film Origin. Ava, introduce us to these authors who wrote this seminal work in the United States and your discovery, uh, Isabel Wilkerson's discovery of the connection they had between the United States and Germany. Yes, yes. Well, it always moves me in that scene where he says, you'll be safer there. Um, not true, right? Uh, they, he's sending them back home to the segregated South. So Alice and Elizabeth Davis were two anthropologists. Uh, in the film, excuse me, in the book, uh, Isabel talks about the uh, connection and the kindred feeling um, between Allison Davis's uh, work and her work. Um, she regards him as a seminal figure in the development of her ideas around this work. And, um, and they, and she talks primarily about research that they did in Natchez, Mississippi for their book, Deep South. In the book, she mentions that they also had studied abroad. And when I dug deeper into that, I realized that they were actually there, had witnessed a book burning and escaped Nazi Germany right as the rise of, of Hitler uh, was, was reaching a crescendo. Um, and, 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 and so uh, I couldn't believe that the two stories converged in that way. Um, and upon further research, we're able to, you know, really try to build out what those book burnings look like, what they, what they, um, what they did, how they functioned. And so what you just saw is the culmination of a, of a sequence that digs into um, Alison Elizabeth Davis in Germany as, you know, studying 
and and then coming across uh, this burning of books books in a place called Bibelplatz, and we shot um, in the exact square. Some of the scenes that you were shots that you were seeing are exact recreations of photographs of that actual incident. So it was a thrill to actually be there, standing on the same cobblestone and uh, rendering those images about two African-American scholars who had to leave under the, you know, cover of night to get out of Germany under the Hitler, to avoid Hitler, and being an African-American woman standing in that square, recreating those, uh, those, those images freely, um, a, a, bit, a big full circle moment. But the book, Deep South, is, is, um, is, is been republished with a foreword by Isabel Wilkerson, and it tells the remarkable stories of, uh, of cast that, um, the Davises, as well as their um, colleagues, the Gardeners, um, developed and share uh, in the book about, about caste. And again, that book is called Deep South, A Social Anthropological Study of Caste and Class. So you deal in the United States, in India, you deal with Germany. Um, and this goes to the issue of Isabel Wilkerson developing um, her thesis in the book Cast. I want to go to that scene when Isabel, played by Ingenue Ellis Taylor, is at a dinner party with fellow scholars discussing the thesis of Cast. Well, there are so many differences between here and there. We're talking about the systematic murder of six million Jews. That's the official number. So. It's just very different than monuments to soldiers and whatnot. What? What are you saying is different? All of it. We're talking about deliberate extermination over many years. Yeah, but wasn't slavery for, like, hundreds of years? Right, Isabel? Slavery lasted 246 years. That's 13 generations of people, plus another 100 years of Jim Crow, segregation, violence, and, and murder. It is, of course, horrific. I am not downplaying any of it. There were so many millions of African Americans who were murdered from the Middle Passage until the end of legal segregation, that it goes beyond the realm of an official number. There is no number. I didn't know that. Oh, stunning. It is. And I understand you're trying to make sense of American racism. It is noble. But your thesis linking caste in Germany with the United States is flawed. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not exactly the same, but uh, your thesis of structural similarity certainly gives context for a framework. Right, but, but a framework is not a book, my friends. She is trying to connect the United States to Germany, but it doesn't fit. It's as if you're trying to fit a square inside the circle, as they say. I would just like you to note for yourself that American slavery is rooted in subjugation, dominating blacks for the purposes of capitalism, using bodies and labor for profit, but for the Jews during the Holocaust, the Inkol, was not subjugation. It was extermination. Kill them all. Wipe them off the face of the earth. There is no need for them here. It's different. A scene from the extraordinary film Origin.
Ava DuVernay, that was one of the longest clips you shared with us. Talk about why this is so central and the kind of pushback that Isabel Wilkerson got as she developed this idea of caste. Yes, well, she shared it with me as she, you know, took the, the, these ideas around the world and talked with different scholars, different writers about it, that there, that there were questions and people had different points of view about, um, about caste, about it, the way that it works, and it's, it's uh, connective tissue between cultures and communities. And so, you know, I think it's all part of a conversation that I hope the film um, instigates. Um, you know, I, I've said that the film is not—I'm not seeking agreement with all of the ideas, but I do feel that we should engage with ideas, and I think that far too often we're in our corners and not, and not engaging with one another about these things. And so, as Isabel explained to me, you know, she did uh, attend uh, a dinner party where there was a difference of opinion, and, and intellectuals were talking and wrestling with uh, with ideas in this way. And, and that scene really be, propels her on a journey to prove the kinds of things that she's trying to prove, to uncover uh, what, what binds us together, as opposed to standing in our corners and saying that these things aren't alike. Um, and, you know, um, I, I feel that um, her quest to do that and the book that came from it, uh, it was a great, great gift. Um, you know, certainly there are um, instances in the journey where uh, you there are obstacles and people are saying, I don't agree with that. Um, but it doesn't mean you don't take the journey. And I think that's one of the big things that I learned from her in, in making this film. Uh, and, and hopefully it comes across when you watch this scene and then the scenes that, that, that come after. This scene propels her forward with a new, with a new zest for actually, you know, proving, um, proving her thesis. Is there anything else you want to add, Ava, before we end? I would love to add that this picture is, is in the world um, in a way that is very independent. And I, I believe your audience um, embraces that. And you made it in time for the 2024 election. Does that have yeah. any meaning to you, the fact that it is out for this pivotal election year, some calling it perhaps the most important election ever? Yes. I mean, that this was intentional. It was important for me that the film be out this year. There were opportunities for us to make it with more money and with more bells and whistles with studios' involvement. Um, but it wouldn't have been out this year. You know, it, it is not a film made to make money for corporations. It's a film made to ignite our imaginations and our curiosity and get us to lean in and figure out what we're going to do next. Uh, because um, this is an essential time for action. And so that, that's our offering and that's our hope. We are the color Filled in spring You are the wind Breathing to me You inherit me
I Am by Stan Walker there, taken from Ava DuVernay's feature film, Origins. And I've posted the trailer on X on Maritime LDN. If you want to check it out, it's there for you to do so. Still ahead, the headlines you might have missed. This is Trevor Blackman now, so don't go anywhere. Follow Trevor now on Instagram at Official TBN Show.